0: Here you don't own me, there ain't no room in this story, and I ain't got time This is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers.
1: I don't need it, nothing else but you,
0: nothing else. My guest today is Crystal Jones, and she is the CEO and founder of the Crystal Jones TV show. This faith-based variety TV show is in Bronx, New York, and has been up and running for over nine and a half years. She teaches the forgotten black patriarchal history of the Bible. She brings knowledge and balance to people from all walks of life. Ms. Jones is also a chaplain and works in the law arena. And she also is a public speaker. Well, Crystal, I am so glad to have you here. Thank you for being with us. How's it going today? Going great. Good to be with you again. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. For those who don't know, I was on the Crystal Jones show. It was great. I learned so much stuff. I mean, seriously. So everyone, you are going to learn a lot from this woman. She is very knowledgeable on a lot of subjects, but um, I will let her tell it. So um, what are you all about, Crystal? Okay. Well, um,
1: I'm basically a faith-based teacher um but what i like to do is to um you know touch different topics uh because um being faith based means that you have to touch people from all walks of life Amen. and and that's what the bible is about christ met people from every single walk of life you know some were in um uh, you know in kings palaces but some weren't some were uh, eating the crumbs basically off the ground, but he touched people from every single walk of life. And that's how we have to be. If we're going to be his disciples, if we're going to be following after him, we have to be those people. We have to be able to touch every, every, you know, people from every single walk of life.
0: So that's my goal. Crystal. Yeah. To Mm -hmm. to do that. Um, by preaching the word and telling people um, that God, no matter what you do, will love you, right? So exactly. what made you want to start your own TV show? Well, I um, I guess
1: being that I, I consider myself more of a teacher, um, I wanted to use that platform to bring forth the word of God. So I always liked television, you know, um, you know, I always I think from a little girl, I wanted a talk show. I really did. Um, At the time, I didn't know how I would um, fashion it, how it would be and all of that. But I remember um, some years ago, really praying about it. And sure enough, the door opened for me to uh, start my own TV show. And, um, you know, it basically, it was a platform for me to, um, you know, win souls for Christ. Right. So that was basically, you know, behind what I did. I really wanted to use that as a platform for ministry.
0: So, um, that's basically your gift because God gives us gifts, right? So that's your gift to talk to people and spread the word and convince people that God is the way to go amen amen yes, definitely <laughs> what is your TV show about now you said it's it's about the Bible, but explain um elaborate a little bit okay it's faith based
1: and when I say faith based um I may you know i I you know maybe consider myself uh, you know I believe in the Lord and everything like that, but there are as a believer, there are different areas of your life. You, you know, you may be a mother, you may be a wife, you work, you do many different things. So there are different areas of life that have to be touched and talked about. And I found, um, within the community as far as the black community There are so many different areas of our life that have to be touched because we are a people that were basically kidnapped from, um, a continent that is not, you know, that, uh, has been forgotten about uh, in a lot of cases because once our people were uh, brought over, uh, forced over here in slavery the different things that happened to us affected us so we're basically um through the years starting to remember our identity because we had lost a lot of who we were once we got over here so putting those uh pieces together letting people know who we truly are in the Bible. We are a part of the Bible. We're not just some group of people that landed here, um, under a rock or something like that. That's not who we are. We are the people that were in the Bible. We are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So once I found that out, because a lot of our people didn't even know that we thought we were just, some. yeah,
0: I didn't know. Like I said, you, you taught me a lot.
1: So continue, yeah I'm sorry. uh-huh no a lot of people didn't know um you know for myself I can remember finally waking up one day when when I was about twelve I think it wasn't my dad said you know um he could no longer take the lies that would be taught to- being told in church and I said well what lies and he he said well to start with the the stained glass window you're seeing a man that's painted on there that's not Christ. And I can remember saying, what? And he said, yeah, that, that's not Christ. So I was like, well, what are you talking about? He said, well, where's Christ from? And I told him, well, he's, you know, he's from Israel. He said, where's Israel? I said, well, in um, what they call the Middle East. He said, yeah. he said, he's from North Africa. I was like, what? He said, yeah, he's from North Africa. And it's like a light went on then, like, oh, something's different here. I've never heard that before. But what he's saying is true. Right. So, you know, when I started to really um, seek as far as what he was talking about, it started within my own family. Um, my mother's sister, she had the um, the what would you call the, the family, the family line, the family tree. Right. And she, she had traced our people back to the continent. And when she traced our people back to the continent, she traced us back uh, to being these Ebo people. And Ebo means Hebrew. So right. she was telling me, she said our ancestor that I traced back, she said her name was Phoebe and she was Hebrew. So I was saying to myself, how in the world could black people be Hebrew? So it's again, sparked my my mind because I'm saying, okay, my father said that Christ was a black man, and now my aunt is telling me that we have our own black people that they trace back to Nigeria, but where she traced them back to is the area where they were calling us Hebrew because we had fled from Jerusalem.
0: So I didn't even know all of that. That so insanity. you delved into it more and got more information, right? Yes, yes. I just
1: kept digging as to what was this because I was like, wow, my father was right. Now my aunt is telling me she even has the family line and all of that. So it's not a lie, it's true. So then I started to wonder what was going on, and then I heard a preacher who uh he uh Stephen Darby. He had a teaching that he called Negro land. And then he started showing that when our people were in Jerusalem, that we were um, a, a line of black people that had come from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I started to study that and I realized Abraham was a Chaldean originally until God called him out of that. But Chaldeans back then were black people. Okay. Um, when you even read, because when you even read, there's books like, um, from Babylon to Timbuktu. Okay. Yeah. They tell you in these books, who our people were, you know, it, it tells you, um, about the Chaldeans, right. It says um that it was in, in at that time where Abraham was living, it uh the land that they lived in was called Babylon. Okay. Um, this area was also the location of the Garden of Eden, and the people wow. of this region were jet black.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay? I believe that. I believe that. I, I watched History Channel one time and it talked about how uh, Jesus' family was black and and his sister. Mm-hmm. And they talk a lot about the sister.
1: And, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, so so when you said it, I thought, wow, that, that Discovery show must have been right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, basically, <laughs> it was saying a lot of stuff of that what you were saying.
1: Yes, because even now you'll see a lot of white people going on the social media platforms and they're telling it. They're saying that 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 narrative that they made up that white people were these Jews is not true because the people that you see in the land are from Russia. They're from the hills of, of Georgia, Russia. They are European people. Okay, they came there because we had to flee. After we had lost the land for the last time, and that was in 70 AD when Vespasian and Titus had run us out of there. And wherever we went, they always marked us off who we were, where we were, where did we run to? We ran to many places um, on the continent. We ran to Cameroon, yeah. we went to Nigeria, we ran to Egypt, all these different places we ran to because our people we lost the land because our people were disobedient they kept wanting to be like the surrounding nations the romans the this one the that one and the lord had told our people not to follow after those nations because we were a chosen people we were set apart he set us apart through abraham he told abraham come out of chaldea he said i will make you a nation of people and he told him that kings and stuff would come through him. And he took, you know, so you started with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you know, these were all black people. And even when you read the book of Revelation, okay, and it yeah. tells you how Christ looked. He has woolly hair. That's an afro. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. or even
1: or even dreads. It's not. Yeah you know, long blonde hair. No. And it tells you that he he he's he's like a burnt bronze color. Burnt bronze Mm -hmm. is is black. It's not white.
0: This story, this story that Jesus uh, you know, had a pointy nose, a a asymmetric nose, and straight hair, um, has been told to a lot of people. So I don't blame anybody because everybody got the same story, right? they did and of course they did okay. it because if you're going to enslave the people right the first thing you're going to take
1: from them is their religion you're going right. to take their just belief because you want them to believe the narrative that you're the superpower okay their
0: religion and
1: their language exactly they took our language but it tells you that in the book of deuteronomy that that's what was going to happen to us if we you know kept following after these people right so when you go deuteronomy the 28th chapter it tells you the lord in in the first part of it it tells you if you follow what i tell you you're gonna be blessed in the city you're gonna be blessed in the field and all of that right but he said um for us to not go aside from any um of his words right He said, but it shall come to pass in in Deuteronomy 28, the 15th chapter, it shall come to pass if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you. He not asking you. He said, I command you to do these things this day. That means means it was mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because he (laughs) said, if you don't do it, all all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Curse will you right. be in the city, curse in the field, the curse shall be your basket in your store. Curse shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your land. The increase of the kind the flocks of your, your sheep, you're going to be cursed when you go out, when you come in, um, he will send upon us cursing and vexation. Um, it talks about, um, he shall smite us with consumption and with a fever and with inflammation. And extreme burning. And of course, we have those inflammations and things like that in our legs.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we do. Uh, We we have uh, so many um, food intolerances. It's not even funny. I tell people all the Mm -hmm. time never eat soy. Black people cannot consume soy. Okay. Right. Never eat wheat unless it's organic. Black people cannot digest wheat unless it's organic. Yeah, you are so right. We have so many. Inflammations that other people don't have and of course diseases look at sickle cell sickle cell is a, a Horrible horrific disease
1: mm-hmm. You know that
0: only black people get so yeah, you're right Yeah these are, the, these are no
1: no, that's right. You're right because these are the curses he said would come upon us, right? So he said he sh- he said you will be I will cause you to be smitten before your enemies all right. What's go- What's going on all the time with the black man. Right. Every yeah. time you turn yeah. around the law enforcement, which was instituted because when we came off the plantation, our people were killing slave masters. They had had enough. They were yeah. killing slave masters. So they instituted the police force, you know, right. after that. To try to bring our people under some type of control, right? right? But even though our people, you know, rebelled and stuff like that, still to this day, they hunt our people all the time. They stop us for, you know, they'll say they're stopping us for a ticket, for this, for that, for the other. But what ends up happening, our men are, you know, so many different times shot and killed for no reason yeah okay but why it's, it's,
0: it's the sin that we brought on ourselves and it's the curse it's the curse and they figure if they kill our men that's the end of
1: our lineage right. you know what i'm saying so yeah our men are a target so are our women so are are we during slavery we were raped and all kind of stuff. I mean, they use us for feminist movements and stuff, stuff that they wouldn't even do themselves. You know, they set us up like, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all get up in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black women, y'all do it. And, and, you know, our women, because we've been through so much, we come off as these angry black women that they always say, Oh, y'all angry. Y'all mad. Y'all, y'all, y'all just so, uh, Hey, but y'all that's ain't actually
0: humble. a survival mechanism.
1: Exactly. When you see those feminist movement and stuff, who's pushing us to do that? Because right. they would never do the things that we do. <laughs> They're not going to do it. We're bold. You know, we're usually bolder than they are because of what we've been through. So, right. Right. Well, we, When you've been through
0: are, a lot, you're kind of fearless.
1: Yeah, you're fearless. You know, And so we're like, well, we ain't taking no more. So they set us up like that, but they would never do that to their men. You know, the things that some of our, our, uh, some of our women, not all of our women, but you know, the things that sometimes you see our women doing to our men uh, is out of frustration. Yeah. It's really out of frustration. So it's like, God is telling us now. We have to come back to what we originally were. We have to come back to the Adam and Eve that we were supposed to be. We were supposed right. to be a unit together. You know, we were supposed to be his helpmeet, not not the rug that he steps on. None of that. You know, we came right. from his rib and all of that. And but he's supposed. But the men have to come back to what God has for them. They carry the vision. They are supposed to be the head if they're going to be the head they have to carry the vision bring it to us so that we could bring it around because he created us to help the man okay because he wouldn't have created us if they didn't need us they need us they need our ideas they need the household to be made right and all of that we represent the wisdom because if you know when you look at the 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 what what they call the godhead or whatever the father the son and the holy spirit we represent the The holy spirit right we are the wisdom of that of that trio you have the father who represents you know like like in a regular family the father he's the head of the household the son who is his heir and the holy spirit which would be the mother that's a that's a mothering spirit that brings You know, she, she, the woman, yeah, that guy, that balance to the home. Yeah. She balances it out. Tell me
0: this, tell me, tell me this, Crystal. Now, Mm -hmm. since Adam and Eve was tip was tempted by the devil. Okay. Mm -hmm. So basically that's how that all started sin and all that. Mm -hmm. How do we prevent the black man from still being tempted? From,
1: from being tempted, uh, you mean as far
0: as, um. The devil. Because living by the flesh is, is, is the devil's temptation. Exactly. The, the way that I believe
1: we do that is coming back to who we are. We're not just black people. We're not, we're 12 tribes. We are 12 tribes strong. Okay. We have the, the tribe of Judah, who is the Negroes the, uh, Ruben is the, uh, Australian people of color, uh, GAD, the American and Seminole Indians. They were here when we got over here. Okay. Uh, cause when we scattered, they scattered over here. We have, um, so many other, uh, people, uh, we have so many other, um, Groups that come out of these 12 tribes, Simeon is the Dominican people, Levi is the Haitians, Issachar is the Mexicans, Zebulun, the Panama, Costa Rica, Ephraim, Puerto Rico, Benjamin, the West Indian. We have to come back to who we are first. Right. That's the first thing. Coming back to who we are. We're not, uh, <coughs> excuse me, just, but we're not, there's really no such thing as black people. They started that stuff during the Renaissance period, you know, because they wanted to um, create that racism effect, you know, over here, but we're a nation of people. We're Israelites. God called us Israelites. All the other nations have angels over them, but the Bible will tell you that we're the only nation of people that he really didn't put. An angel over because we belong to the Lord. Our job is to bring the nations back to the worship of the Lord, and that's what's going to be happening when Christ returns to the earth. So we have to start getting ourselves together now. Now we have to come back to who we're supposed to be. We have to humbly submit ourselves to the Lord, amen. Um, We have to confess our sins the sins of our ancestors and we have right. to come together okay
0: now since and I've- most importantly in my opinion mm-hmm. we have to rebuke the devil because the devil is constantly 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 trying to lie trying to get us to do what he wants us to do and and constantly 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 coerce us to live by the flesh
1: right but so we have to rebuke I- the devil You got to. But what I find rebukes him is once we find out who we are. Right. That wakes us up because over, Yes, because the black men could not deal with white Jesus. And I did not realize how much that really affected them. Because it's not true. And not only that, okay, they when, when they realized that they are the ones they are the cho- they are the chosen they are israelites they are the actual jew you know we are the actual jews then you see a difference in them because they realize they have a responsibility now right right there's no more blaming it on the black woman it's right. more or less they're or the trying slave to get- owner right exactly because, yes, those things affected us and still affect us to this day. But we have to come together and have real conversations about everything. We have to come together and realize that we were, our men were the priests, you know, within the 12 tribes. They carry the word of the Lord, they have a responsibility. So once they awaken to that, I find that they are more or less not trying to just do what they want to do anymore because God is not going to bless you if you're not following him. He's not going to bless you. He's not going to bless your home. You're going to have a hard time.
0: He's not going to bless your children. Right. It'll just be one downhill spiral.
1: Exactly. So now that they're waking up and realizing that, you you are the ones, because also, remember, the one who put the Bible together, remember they were telling us that was uh, King James, who was some uh, white, again, a white king. He was not a white man. He was from the tribe of Judah. But when we had scattered, you know, our people scattered into different nations. So he was a black um, king. All right. And he brought scholars together to put the Bible together. And they took out some of the books that were in there. They took out the book of Jasher, um, book of Ezra, the book of Enoch. All of those books gives you the whole backdrop of the first five books. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, uh, numbers in Deuteronomy it gives you the backdrop of what happened in the creation thing So okay? you're
0: saying there's more than 66 books that were written. Yes,
1: there are more wow. than
0: 66
1: books and they were found um after you know, we had fled um e- After we had fled uh, jerusalem the essians Who were a group of priests found them in earthen pots? and so uh, when we ruled Europe because at one time we ruled Europe for about eight hundred years through uh the Moors and uh some of our other tribes that were over there ruling uh Europe for eight hundred years and now you have white people on social media telling the truth about that you know that we did rule Europe at one point in time, so during that
0: time um well, King James. it's funny that, um, the boot in, um, Italy, the boot part, they're all black people. Yes. But they're, yes.
1: they're Italian. Yes. Sicily. <laughs> yes. Those people are black. Yes. They, they yeah. definitely, definitely. But, um, mm-hmm. King James, he was a black, he was a black, um, Scottish nobleman. And he got his, his scholars together and they put the Bible together. But when we came over here so that they could keep us in servitude, they told us that Christ was white and that they were the chosen people and that we probably wouldn't even make it that we were these Gentiles. We're not Gentiles. If you even read in, um, uh, let me see that book of Acts, I'm looking at here, uh, let's see, where where is it here? The book of Acts, I believe it's the 13th or the sixth chapter. Um, it tells you who the first Christians were, all right? So when you go into that book, uh, let's see, book of Acts, I think it's either. Go ahead and or-
0: read it. We got time. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Preach. I'm loving it. <laughs> okay, here it is. Now
1: there were in the church that was at Antioch. Remember that Antioch church. Mm-hmm. Certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger. It's there, it's been there all the time. All the time, all right? These first Christians, these were early Christians, they were black people called Niger. But when we got here to the United States because the white southerners couldn't say the word they said nigger that's where that word nigger comes from okay the white southern slave masters couldn't say niger they said neger. yeah so then they started calling us niggers right right but these people were black they were called niger and lucius of cyrene and Manian. Which had been brought up with Harry the Tetrok and saw these are black people. So when people call us
0: that word, they're just saying black. That's really well, all t- in the Spanish language. It's negra. So yeah, right. same thing. It's same basically. thing, right? But mm-hmm. they, you know, being that they
1: used it as a negative word and right. stuff like that, that right. you know. Upset. Our with people. Right. And we would, you know, people get upset over somebody calling you that, but it, it really is not. It's, it's it's you know, there's no big thing about it. Um, Christ, like I said, black. Okay, he was not um a white man, but they wanted us to believe that um that's who Christ was, that Christ was actually the picture that they have up of Christ is um Sergio Borgier. he was from an italian family uh where his father he came from a a family of bishops but they were oh. a they were a real um gangster type of group of people okay because remember over there in Italy and stuff like that, where they have the Pope, they are the ones that changed yeah. the Bible. They took the, 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 uh, books out of the Bible. Cause remember that, that area, they represent, um, Rome. Okay. Right. So they have a false religion and it was to deter people away from the truth. Okay, but it's been here all the time. These different scriptures that let us know that Christ is black, God is black. At one time, the world was black. Okay, white people didn't start coming along until people started migrating to like the Caucasus Mountains. So they came from us. There were no white people, they didn't even exist. So for them to lie like that and say that they are. The Jews and we're the Gentiles. No, we're the Jews and they're the Gentiles. Okay, so when Christ returns, He's not going to do like this election coming up. He's not going to say, "Vote for me, vote for me." I'm want to I, I, I want to be over the earth. No, Christ is going to rule and reign as God wanted Him to. He was sent here from the Father to gather us back to one people he didn't die. he he came to die for israel for the israelites so that once he got us together then we would go out and get the gentile nations and bring them back to the true worship of the lord that's our whole duty that's what we're supposed to do we're the priests and people that god has appointed to um go out in the nations and bring people back to the Lord. Hello everyone. Before we get back to the inspirational wow show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping, heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the wow show. So when Christ comes back, he's going to clear out that land first of all. He's going to clear it out. There's going to be war you know, because that land is defiled because those, you know, that land was given to us by the, by the Lord. He gave it to Abraham. He said, you know, I'm, I'm giving you land and all of that. And our people went into that land, um, when we left Egypt, you know, um, so we, that land is still going to be ours. I'm, you know, where um, where it is and whatnot, it's it looks like a small area or whatever, but it's bigger than that. We know that, of course, you know, they want us to think that it's some tiny areas or whatever like that. But when Christ comes back and he cleanses out the land and whatnot, he's going to sit on his throne and rule and, and be the reigning and ruling governor of the world. Okay, and we're going to go out and bring the people that are there, you know, that's on the earth at that time and whatnot. We're going to bring them to the true worship of the Lord. That's our whole duty. We are a chosen generation, as the Bible said, and a royal priesthood. So that's why God calls us out. And this is why, if you think about it in America, we're the most people that serve the Lord. Okay. We were the ones that went to church. Some of their people did, but no, we were the ones that served the Lord because we were the chosen people, you know, through, we look different now because, you know, we scattered. So we, you know, many different, yeah, we're mixed with so many different, uh, nationalities. Yeah. With so many different nations and things like that. You know, uh, like I said, I found out my people were uh, evil, you know, and um, my people are evil, but they're, you know, Caribbean, you know, uh, a lot of them on one side. And then on the other side, you know, my father's people, I believe they're from the tribe of Judah. My mother's people may be more from the tribe of uh, either Judah or Benjamin. Okay, but we are. One people we're one people we're many nations of you know we got the other nations mixed in with us or whatever, but we are uh israelites that's what God called us. We were Hebrew by blood, and we were Israelites by nationality we're not black people we're not black Americans because America is not our country. we were forced to come here and and live here because we have to live we had to live out our curses but when the time is up, as we can see, we're we're in the end times now. We're in the very end. You were seeing now we're getting ready to go into uh famine, just like happened in the days of Joseph. You know, the Lord blessed, and Joseph was able to help the, you know, help the people to not starve, but the famine is gonna come and everything like that. But we're living out the last jubilees. So we may only have about 50 years or so based on what's going on. According to prophetic scriptures, we may have basically about 50 years before Christ returns. And, you know, in that meantime, a lot is going to happen because remember there's God, the Lord said, there's going to be behold, I show you a new heaven and a new earth. So we're going to he's going to make all things new. He's going to replace what we know, because remember, we got we're going to again be able to um, see and go into the Garden of Eden. He has that blocked off, of course, by by the by the uh, cherubims with the with that uh, uh, rotating sword so that we can't see in there. Because if we were to see in there and go in there and eat from the tree of life, then we would live forever in this state that we're in, right. but we're there'd going be no, to be,
0: be no end,
1: right? There'd be no end of us living in this sinful state. So yeah. we have to be changed from mortal to immortality you know, so we're going to go through a series of different things here on the earth from here on out. Things will never be the same. They will never go back to normal. Um, Many are going to die. You know, many of our people will die because some of them just don't know because this wasn't taught in the churches when we were growing up. A lot of people did not know this. So a lot of our people are going to die of sickness and all kind of different things. And then there's going to come a time where we will go into the wilderness again, because if you look at what's going on in the country, okay, it can't last too much longer, not under the circumstances that it is. I mean, there's really no more money left. Okay. They're printing. Yeah, they're struggling. Um, there's, you know, basically no more money left. You got these other countries that are at war with each other and they're already doing this new, you know, the nuclear, uh, weapons and, and um, you know, that eventually a lot of these places are going to turn against this country. Okay. And everybody's going to flee. People are going to go back to their, uh, to the p- places of origin where they, where they are from because the bible tells you babylon the great has fallen in the book of revelation babylon falls babylon is this country it, america is babylon so when this country finally dismantles itself completely everybody's going to have to get out of here all right and we are going to be led again into the wilderness with the you know the angels and you know Uh, We're going to be taken care of and all of that. And we'll be waiting and, you know, uh, within the wilderness and and Christ will return and usher us back into the land. But we're going to go through a series of things. And when you look at what's going on in the world, everything is a shot. Uh, Well, uh, um, you know, a jab, everything. They got a jab for everything, a jab for this, a jab for that. And why are they being so aggressive about a jab that, you know, it it doesn't make that, it doesn't make sense. So they're being so uh, aggressive about the jabs. They're coming up with new jabs every time you turn around and you can't, I mean, you know what has happened in the past with stuff like that. They've said one thing and then it was something else. It was totally something else. So
0: you see these things. What do you, what do you mean for uh, our listeners, a jab? What do you mean by that?
1: Meaning uh, their form of medication to help with uh, disease or sickness. They think everything is going to be, you know, for them, they feel like. uh, I see a shot. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. they think that that's the answer for everything and right. it's not as a matter of fact we know that it was the answer for our children to be in special ed and you know all of yeah. these different things if you think about it you know happen through what they feel it you know is uh something that should be injected into the community and of course that's done on purpose because they know who we are that's the thing we were the only people that didn't know who we were they know who we are they're esau and we're jacob and the bible tells you in second ezra esau is the end of this world this world as we know it is run by esau all right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. He's the end of this world, but Jacob is the beginning of the next. So we're in the middle now. One world is coming down and the other one is rising
0: up. So we got to get our acts together, though. We got to get our acts, not tomorrow, not too much from now. Okay, Mm -mm. we got to stop living by the flesh. We got to stop living in emotion. We got to give our lives over to Jesus. We got to commit to Jesus. We got to wake up every day honoring the Lord. Yeah, Yeah. it's not going to be easy, but it's something that we're going to have to do. For our Mm -hmm. own well-being. That's right. That's right. And
1: you have people, you have, you know, churches that are, you know, doing that, having the real talks, having the talks that it's, it's not normal that our people aren't getting married anymore. It's not normal. It's really not normal. We, we shouldn't it should not be like that At one time they didn't they didn't want us to know but we were the highest group of people that were married in this country we were the highest we had the highest rate of marriages okay after you know after slavery and whatnot we had the high, but we you were can't the
0: one married if you're broken when you're broken exactly Exactly. You don't see what you're doing wrong. You don't see your fault. You don't, you don't see you don't. The, other you si- don't. the other side. You don't, you don't, you don't see anything, only what you want. Yep. But what what we what we discuss in our discussions is
1: that first of all, what how when did we when did we initially really start uh, coming apart as far as marriage? Was when they instituted the welfare system.
0: Right. Because because the woman didn't need the man no more. Right. There you go. There you
1: Mm -hmm. go. That's what did it, because they told them they told the women that were accepting it, that their husbands could not live with them. Um, And then they were meant to to believe that if they had children, they would give them, you know, as they had children, they would give them a certain amount of money. So the woman has her own apartment now. She doesn't need the man she like you need said. the man, right. right? So then what does she come become? She becomes a baby mama,
0: right?
1: That's how that's how that started coming into play, too. Is yeah. that yeah, now we're so strong, and well, I got my apartment and all of this kind of stuff, you know, and so now um we're by then you're by yourself, right? Right, and then you're by yourself. And so now you're looking for the attention that you didn't get from your father or from the guy that you had your first kid with or whatever. You're looking for it in other men, and it's not happening. You you're gonna go through you're going through this series of two or three men.
0: Become used, and you become a piece of meat. A piece of meat, bitter, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. But that's
1: what broke our families up. So now, what do we have? We have um, young people that are, you know, running around. They're, they're, they're poor. They don't want to be poor. They want to be like everybody else. So what do you do? You become a rapper. You become a rapper or you become a pole dancer or, you know, something because you, you I'm not living like my mother. I ain't living in the project. I don't know how she did it, I, you know, and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. And it becomes yeah. a, a, a generational curses just running right. wild,
0: running wild. But so, but if they would realize that, and I'm not judging, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. when you give your life over to Christ, your blessings become full fold, they, they, they just multiply. And right when you don't, you're stuck in a vicious cycle. I had a friend, I sent him. You know, because I said, when are going to give your life over to Christ? When are you, you going to do it? Because if you don't, and I sent him a text of a mouse on a wheel that's just going in a circle and not going nowhere. That's exactly what it is. That's, a, that's exactly
1: what it is. But um, when you, like you said, we have to uh, address these things. We have to sit down and have live conversations, which I definitely do, you know. Um, our church I does do with it with my children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our church does it. We have straight out, you know, whatever you say is no right or wrong answer because we have to get to what's in our head. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we right. just sit and have sessions so that yeah. we know
0: what is in our heads. What are you thinking? Okay. Right, because it's a, it's an acquired mentality. When you believe that you can do no wrong and mm-hmm. everybody else is wrong. That, that that's exactly. a mentality that's 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 acquired and developed. And that's and right. When you do that, you can't see what you're doing wrong because you, exactly. you, you're blaming everybody else. Yeah. And that's what that's what's
1: needed is uh, churches to sit down and talk about what has happened to us and what's going on now, you know, so that we can address these issues, um, whatever it is. Cause a lot of us were brought up by single women, right? Single women that felt like, like you said, I, I don't need a man. So if you see that, you're going to say the same thing. I don't need a man, right. you know, and, and that's not what God told us. That's not so, what God wants for us either. No. So, we have to all swallow our pride, the women and the men. We have to all swallow our pride. But I think with the men, what, what I've noticed is that now they understand they are somebody. They are a chosen generation. They are a royal priesthood. I see them have
0: more pride in themselves right. when they hold well, it. Great. Because when they honor themselves, they honor God too. Exactly. Exactly. I see it, you know, uh, in, in the
1: brothers in, in my congregation, I see it. And I've never seen that before. I've yeah. never seen that in because a lot of the Christian awesome. churches, yeah, they don't know it. So within the, the Israelite churches, there are a lot of time more men in those churches than there are women, which you don't see. Cause I grew up in the Christian church. I mean, you and know, there's more women all the time, all the time. The women's were the pastors, they would this, they would that. they would the other, they were running the church. But the, if the man is the head, we have to somehow get back to that. We're supposed to be right. with him and help him because we're teachers. We're supposed to teach. We're supposed to teach young women, you know. We're supposed to be doing a lot of teaching to help and and organizing things and stuff like that. But when the men don't feel that, because remember, black men in this country, they don't know if they're going to make it home every night. Yeah, that's how bad that is. Even in this day and time, as much as we marched up and down like crazy, we shall overcome Dr. King. Where are we at today? The same nonsense. Our Dang men on. still being killed. Uh down and, and they don't even they don't tell everything, but in the south, there are some places where people are still being hung. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that still goes on. So that's not really the answer. Cause like you said, that emotional stuff is not it. We have to get together and turn back to the Lord our God. And yeah. obey his laws, statutes, That's and the key. commandments. That's the key. We have yeah. to do it. You know, we have to go back to the feasts. You know, since I found out who I was, I've, I've go, I go back to the feasts. Because these holidays were set up to offset us. Because there's a blessing when we celebrate those feasts that are in um, the first five books. Where the Lord tells us the different feasts to celebrate. You know, the Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Tabernacles, all of that stuff meant something to our people. We were in the wilderness. That was the Feast of Tabernacles. We lived, we we tabernacled in the wilderness in tents. You know, we carried uh, the the Levitical priests, carried uh, the Ark of the Covenant. have to go back to our basics and when right. we go back to our basics that'll put our men back in check big time yeah yeah because then they realize see they need purpose right they need that purpose because they're not given the respect or anything here in this country and that will never really be so because we don't belong here that's not we don't belong here we're here because we were forced here
0: But this is not our our souls won't be right until we get right with the Lord. Basically, exactly. When we have to, we have to continue to get right with the Lord. And as we do that,
1: eventually he will lead us back to our own land. And then we will be the the priests and kings and queens that we're supposed to be. Because we're living beneath our privilege. We're way beneath. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I say, oh, Lord. You know, when I think about the craziness that goes on here, it's like we're living so far beneath our privilege. I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry that our forefathers sinned and it trickled down to our generations, you know, and yeah. I mean, are people killing each other and stuff like that? Yeah. That's not what we were. We were, We were not. Like
0: that at all? We like I, I mean, said, they we, say they say Chicago's really bad. New yeah, York, these big Different cities. Place. Yeah, we're that killing feel- our own people. We're we're rioting in our own little town. People got little grocery stores, and I don't get it. Here's another question for you. Now this mm-hmm. is this is this is one I want to know. Okay, what is black patriarchal history of the Bible? What is that?
1: Okay, our patriarch. I had to his, look
0: it up. Yeah, those are the patriarchs,
1: <laughs> the patriarchs okay. of our, our families. are Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham was the would be the first patriarch where the Lord made us into a nation of people. He started with Abraham. He told Abraham to get out of uh, Babylon with the Chaldeans. He said when he you know he spoke to Abraham concerning. Uh, leaving uh, Babylon. And he told him, Get thee out of thy country and away from thy people. You know, and I will take you to a land that I will show thee. All right. So the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. He said, If you get out of this land, go where I'm telling you to go, I'm going to make you um, kings and queens will come from your loins. All right. So Abraham left Babylon, you know, to go to where the Lord had led him. So then Abraham had uh, Ishmael, but Ishmael wasn't the child of the promise. It was Isaac. So then Isaac became the next patriarch. Because remember, Isaac's mother thought she couldn't have kids. And Abraham prayed for her. And she, uh, she had Isaac and, but before that, uh, the Lord had sent the angel to tell them they were going to have a child because remember, um, Sarah, uh, had, she, she loved her husband. So she was like, well, if I can't have kids, then I'll give my handmaid, which was an Egyptian woman to you, Hagar. But they were working with the wrong,
0: uh. Plan because that wasn't God's plan. Right. See, that's what happens when we try to think that we know what's best. Right. Right.
1: That's exactly what it was. So the Lord said, no, the one that's going to come from your loins through Sarah. That's that's my heir. And sure enough, Isaac came. Then Isaac, you know, he he was that second patriarch. After him, he had the twins, Esau and Jacob. Esau forfeited his birthright. He decided that he did not want to serve the Lord. Okay? Mm. So Jacob, from the time that they were fighting in the womb, when you read the book of, I think it's book of Jasher, I think tells you about that. Their mother was wondering what in the world was going on in her womb. She went to Shem and Abraham and asked them what is going on in my womb and they said two nations of people are in you okay mm. and they cannot be in the same place at the same time they told her from the beginning because she was really in distress because they were fighting in the womb
0: wow so well, that's what that's what tell the prophecy mm-hmm. how can all walks of life benefit from this info how can how tell me how everybody could benefit from this? I mean, because black people get mm-hmm. knowledge, knowledge is power. So yes. we're gonna benefit. We're gonna benefit. We benefit how can from other it, but- walks of life benefit. Okay, the Gentiles will benefit
1: if they listen and turn back to the Lord because the racism and all of that kind of stuff, they have to repent for that. Because what's gonna happen is when The Lord flips the script and Esau goes completely out and Jacob arises. They're still going to be here, but they're going to serve us. So their due diligence now is to understand that. And I don't mean serve us as in we're going to treat them like they treated us. No, we're going to, if anything, show them how they should have treated us. Okay, us. We're going to show them love, the love of the Lord, and all compassionate. of that kind Compassion. of compassionate compassionate yeah. and all of that, so it would behoove them of that mindset to get the right mindset and understand that they too were tricked into believing that they were a privileged group of people that could it's just a kill your race right. Yeah, they thought they were the superior race and they thought that they were going to wipe our race out. Wasn't going to happen and never will happen. Okay, so they have to humble themselves. So they'll benefit from it if they listen. Go in the Bible and search it out. And like I said, every day I'm seeing them on all of these platforms telling the truth, (laughs) Even, even some of the rabbis. You know, yeah. and even, even some of the people that are, uh, there was, um, I, I'm trying to remember this, uh, what a white Jewish person had wrote this book called the 13th tribe, because he had a feeling that when he was growing up, that they were lying to him. He had a feeling that, cause he was like, how in the world does our DNA match these peoples how in the world could we be jews because there's no way because where these people come from they got to be black you know so you know um a lot of them are coming forward and saying nah we we really not the jew it's it's y'all right yeah Yeah. they're knowing so they will benefit from it too if they you know uh, be honest and 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 come before the Lord, you know, and 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 ask the Lord to lead them and to guide them because they can help their people too to come out of that nonsense, the Karenism and all of that kind of stuff. That stuff right. has got it's got to stop because if they don't stop doing that when Christ returns, then those who those of them who didn't listen, they're gonna be lost.
0: Right. Now, you know? now let's, let's make this crystal clear. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that all white women are Karens. No, because no, I've met a lot of amazing, incredible white people that of helped course. me. And I would not be yes. where I am today if it weren't for them. A lot of them. Right. But what we're, what she's saying and what we're saying in our conversation is that the people that feel like those Karens aren't right. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not right to be like that, to think like that, to believe Mm -hmm. those things. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They can help their people.
1: Right. They can really help. Yes. Because I grew up, I grew up in, um, a town where, um, we had, um, some of the schools at the time were black, but then they, you had some schools that were multicultural. And right. when I went to the multicultural school, those white people were, they never treated me bad ever. Right. Yeah. I didn't really start seeing this crazy stuff till I was grown. Yeah. I didn't because they didn't act like that to this day. Sometime, you know, they'll get in touch with me and we'll have a, a, uh, you know, conference call or something like that, and we were kids when we grew up together. Because yeah, when like you
0: get older, you get more access to more people, so then you're gonna have those type of people maybe in the mix, you know. But they're right. very few. They're very few. I, you know, I for myself, I could say that I raised my children in a in an all white neighborhood. In fact, we were the only black people, and mm-hmm. um, I only had a couple of instances where people were crazy. And guess what? I'm from Brooklyn, so I showed them I was just as crazy, and then Mm -hmm. they didn't bother me no more. But 90% of the people, I'd say 90, 80% of the people were cool, were were awesome, you know? Right. So, um, like you said, when you get older, you Mm -hmm. are privy to more people, and then you you might run into that. Tell me, You so you're a chaplain. Right. What is that? What is a chaplain? Okay. A chaplain basically
1: does ministerial work. My area was uh, end of life care. I was trained at uh, one of the local end of life care hospitals. And what it is, is that you're going around and, um, you are basically, um, comforting these people because they know that they're going to die. OK, so it's a very humbling experience because you really can't go in there evangelizing them. You know, and I had to learn that you cannot okay. evangelize these people because they're from all walks of life. Some of them right. want the Lord. Some don't, you know, right. they
0: may just want you to sit there with them and hold their hand to say, like What do you do in that instance if they don't want to, to know the Lord or give their life over to him? What do you do? So- There's nothing you can do about it. You can't because you can't force it on them.
1: So you have to learn to. uh, Respect their wishes. Yeah, you have to respect their wishes. So when you go into their rooms, you have to be discerning as to what the Lord wants you to do. In some cases, as soon as they see you, I, I remember one lady I saw, she had lost. She was she. She I, th- I believe she had like basically suffered suffered a stroke. She was a young oh. white woman. She suffered a stroke. And so she was losing her senses. But when she saw me, she reached out her hand and pointed. And she grabbed me and, and bowed her head, like, pray, 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 pray for me, pray for me, pray with me. Oh. And I prayed with her for different, you know, days. You know, when I would come and visit her, I prayed with her and everything like that. And she needed um, that. She needed that. And it's funny because when I would go into the rooms, I remember uh, the, the pastor that was over us there at the hospital. He said, I want you to do something. He said, I want you to go in the room, sometimes have, you know, uh, your lit- liturgical clothes on. other times don't go in he said go there in your street clothes and that's what i like to do anyway i like to just be me i don't really i don't want to wear something you know so i went in there mostly with regular clothes on yeah so this woman still knew she knew she knew wow and she wasn't black she was a white woman but she knew i knew the lord but she she could see that yeah yeah. So wow. that was deep to me. Like, wow. You know, yeah. and, and her friend, she had a friend that was there with her and he said, every time you come, she, she pulls it together. Wow. He said, he said, she doesn't react to anybody, the nurses, she don't look, nothing. She he said, but every time you come, so when he would see me in the hallway, he would be like, Come 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 to the room, come to the room, come to the room, come to the room, see if she'll wake, see if she'll she'll wake up, see if
0: she'll come up. Yeah. So oh, wow. that might have done something for him too. Right, right. Because Lord, I remember for that. That's amazing.
1: That that humbled me, that changed my whole. Yeah perspective in ministry totally i was so humbled by that because when i first came in there i remember the man was looking at me like what you want you know because i guess he said who well, this black woman come to here?" yeah right Yeah. but yeah. when he saw that god was with me then he would even tell people he said oh when when crystal comes in the room she be praying and then he started praying you know so god was moving well it's not me
0: i'm just following right. the lord and right. so the light right. was moving. Well, his, his light was shining through you for sure. Yes. Now, and you they were you work with inmates, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you do with them? Okay. With them, I,
1: I've helped to design programs for them. Um, when they're getting ready to leave, they've pretty much served a lot of their time. Um, you know, designing programs for them to help them to get back into society. I see. Okay. It may be something as small as, okay, let's let's do an exercise group. Okay, because you're here all day. You know, some of them maybe uh go to work and come back, but for the ones that don't, you know, if they're there all day, let's let's create some activities for them. Right. You know, and let's also when we're creating these activities for them to the exercise or whatever, let's talk. Yeah. You know, because some of them may be honest. They may be honest and say, well, you know, I wanted to go back home, but my wife, she doesn't want to be bothered with me anymore. She says she can't take it no more. So then I have to be loving, but also realistic. I have to look them in the face and say, Okay. Why is that? Or I'll say, okay, you've been arrested 12 times. Let's look at that. Why? Yeah. 12, 12. Okay. And you're telling me that your wife is a doctor or a nurse or something. So she's trying to make moves. She's trying to do something. You have to bring something to the table. Right. I have to look them in there with serious, you know. Yeah. Not, not trying to bring them down, but to bring you up. Right. You got to right. get with the program. You really have to get with the program. And even if you have to go flip burgers, don't look right. at it like you're flipping burgers. Look Amen. at it. As, yeah. A if step you're, you're stone. there for the next. Yeah. If you're there for the next six months, guess what? You probably will be uh, the kitchen manager. How about that? Yeah. Then after that, if you meet enough people there, maybe you own one of the stores. Right. Yeah.
0: See, they don't don't realize that's all in the realm of possibility.
1: Exactly. So I try to speak that life into them. Like, you can do more. You can do more. You know. So you have to start somewhere. You can't come with, well, now I'm depressed because, uh, you know, I don't have nothing and and she don't want me no more. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. This
1: is reality now. Yeah. Okay. You're in your own way. Straight up. It's you. You got to stop that. You got to realize you know, and then, you know, I may get that, the, they may say, well, you know, um, my kids, you know, they with, they with their mother, and you know what I ask them? Who did God give those kids to? Yeah. Did he give those kids to you? Are those your kids? Yeah, yeah. well, you you, you right, you're right. You're the head. Yep. You. You are the head. You. But Not if the they would
0: get and, and I know I sound like a broken record, but if they would give their life over to Jesus, right? Exactly. All those questions would be answered. It sure every, will. Every last one of them. Will you get a it job, will. answered. How you get it money, sure does. answered. You know, exactly. It, that's the way it goes. Um, it I does. remember one time, I've said this before, um, I needed 500 bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I asked the Lord for 500 bucks. I need 500 bucks. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. Guess what? A check came in the mail the next day. Clinton was giving out checks to people. Now you had to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Okay? But still, that 500 right. bucks, I needed that. And it came. That, and that, that's not the first time. that I, It right. happened many more times than many I can count. Many times. That's many right. Times. But that's how it is. He'll answer your prayers. He'll help you out. He'll guide you. He'll put you in the right place. But you have to give your life over to him.
1: You have to. You have to. And I tell them, too, I say, you know what? Prayer doesn't hurt, does it? I say it like oh. that, you know. Best thing it will not it, it it hurt you to pray with it. And they like, no. well, you, you right, you right. And, I, and then I ask them, who, who is your support system? When you get out of here, who's going to be your support system? Because you're going to need support. Right. I asked them, are you a part they of a church? The church.
0: They that's what I the asked them.
1: Yes. Yep. Are you a part of a church? Because you're going to feel depression if you don't get something right away. So don't right. don't play yourself like that. Who is your support group? And I, I asked them. They have
0: family churches. I mean, they should join a church anyway. But if right. they don't have family, that's even more of a reason to join a church because that could become your family exactly so i tell
1: them and i say and don't be ashamed when you are feeling very low you need to be able to sit and talk to these people because you're gonna need you know basically they need somebody to walk them through their darkness right okay so i you know i do have
0: real conversations with them god bless you for that too crystal I am so glad for having you here. Man, this has been so informative. I mean, I I don't know about anybody else, but I learned even more from the last time we spoke. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I said it. God bless you um, for all your work that you're doing. Um, Knowledge is power. God is guiding you and shining in your life. And you are helping people immensely. So thank you for being on the show, Crystal. You have a great night. Thank you. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Wow. That was another great show. Sitting and talking with Crystal was so good. So good for my soul. We all have to realize That God gives us all gifts. And Crystal Jones' gift is definitely teaching. Amen? Alright, I just want to read you guys Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. One of my favorite. Just thought I'd put that out there for you. Also, if you guys want to get a hold of Crystal Jones, her email is Show at gmail.com. Talk to you later, guys. Thank you.
1: And I want to say thank you. I was lost and you found me. I was dead inside and you breathed into me. And you brought these bones. Thank you, thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me
0: unconditionally God, you stood with open arms